0: You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Well, welcome to another episode of Marketing News Canada. I am thrilled to introduce you to Kyle, who is the Director of Marketing and E-Commerce at the Very Good Food Company, Uh, not to be confused with Ron Swanson's uh, Very Good uh, Builder Company. Uh, This is a (laughs) plant-based food company, on a mission to get millions to rethink their food choices by making plant-based eating as approachable, nutritious, and delicious as possible. In his current role, Kyle is responsible for building the Very Good Butchers and Very Good Cheese Co. brands and driving e-commerce growth across the Very Good brands. Previously, he led marketing for a variety of brands at Unilever and Earth's own food company. Kyle, thank you for being here great to be here nice to meet you so um you yourself are you um you know to work for such a company are you uh, lactose intolerant or uh, uh, of the vegan variety yourself in the eating world
1: yeah our company is uh, our company's goal is really to make plant-based eating accessible to yeah. everyone so being fully plant-based isn't a requirement yeah. for uh for employment and uh and i i I eat tons of plants i'm pretty conscious about uh conscious about what uh, what i what i eat and um and and definitely lots of the butcher's products it's
0: amazing okay so help me understand like from a branding perspective like overall the term like vegetarian food or vegan it it seems to be the term plant-based is the new term that people are using is that is that a recent trend or is that just something that people have all decided to start using?
1: Yeah, there are so many different names for okay. various types of, of um, various types of diets, and I think you see a lot of brands using the term plant based because it's inclusive and it doesn't it doesn't make you think about any previous experiences that you that, that you might have had or um, any sort of misconceptions about what plant based foods can be. Uh, so I think over the last to five years I've seen a big shift in terms of brands using that term vegan still absolutely um, relevant and it, and it goes beyond food and into a whole lifestyle
0: yeah I remember the day um, you could go through AW and w and and there was the option you could have a plant-based teen burger right and 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 it was kind of like I felt like that for me was the first time I saw it in the mainstream I was like is that AW? and w because normally you'd go to like a, a cool restaurant or a, a great restaurant that had it as an option, right? And it, usually the uh, you know the it would be nice, and you'd feel really healthy afterwards. You had this nice burger that it fell apart a lot, though, and the, the bun was usually not as good. But it was like oh, I feel good, I did something good for myself. But having it at ANW was delicious, and you know I, I assume nutritious.
1: Yeah, I think it's starting to show up absolutely everywhere—from every restaurant, every store—and the the options are just getting better and better. And that's a big part of what we're trying to do yeah. through uh, through the products that we're offering um, and selling them through various different channels, right? And doing it doing it in a kind of a different way. We'll, we'll get to more of that later, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. But it is great to see tasty plant-based foods showing up in more and more places.
0: Yeah. So I am just down the road from our grocer, Lee's Markets. It's amazing here in Fort Langley. And one thing I noticed about your products is that some of them are a, um, they look like, and um, and smell like, and taste like the mainstream alternative meat version. Like you have a rib, like you, you and you have you know a, a roast, uh, you know a little feet, you know like a little roast beast even one, right? Or like what what do you call that though? It's not roast beast. It is. What's the funky name? We got? do
1: have a roast. We have a roast beast, but the one you're probably familiar with is the stuffed beast. Okay. So we, we, uh, yeah, we sell lots of stuffed beasts around the various holiday seasons. But there's no of the year. beasts involved in the making of said roast beast. No, no, there are, there are, there are no beasts, just that beast that, uh,
0: that, that we create, um, uh, all from plants. That's incredible. And, and tell me about, do you, are you finding the products that look like the kind of the, the, the meat alternative, do those sell better or is it just more, you know, do, you have a, do you have a favorite product that, that customers love and that you're, and you're selling a ton of because people feel you know, comfortable with or it's kind of their first foray into the plant-based diet? we sell a variety of, of wide
1: variety that's part of what makes the very good butchers yeah. brand unique is its butcher shop quality meats and a very wide assortment of those meats so we try to basically offer everything that you'd be able to find in a butcher shop and some of our top selling products are the very good burger yeah. the 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 some of the the products we've had for a long time but some of the newer products are really picking up the butcher select line that we launched late last year um, has quickly moved up the ranks in terms of being top sellers and I would say personally the Cajun sausage from that line is probably my absolute fave uh, at the moment and uh, and it might be
0: unseated by some things we have coming down the pipe later this year but uh, but talk more about that later Oh, that's awesome. So, for you, like working for this company and and just kind of the choices you make, kind of you know three times a day or, or maybe more often, right? Of the foods that you eat, how has it affected? How maybe how you live or how you feel and and kind of the way you kind of go about your your decision making each time it goes down to, to to fill your belly.
1: I would say that it's just broadened my perspective on the way that I eat and some of the foods that I eat um, because I'm lucky enough that get to work with some of the chefs that we have in the business and see how they how they cook food how they will incorporate some of our products in really creative ways we have a taco stuffer and we use that taco stuffer in so many ways at every meal of the day which you wouldn't normally think about um, and so I feel
0: pretty lucky for for having that kind of a kind of a perspective and it's just kind of broadening it that, that is awesome. Now, I want to talk about Canada. And, and you're selling your product right across the country. Tell me about two things. One was just you know the the growing demand of plant-based food and, and maybe what you saw even during um, kind of this uh, when people are spending more time at home period of life that we've been in.
1: Definitely. So, yeah, we sell our products all across North America um, and even into the UK. But in Canada right now, definitely seeing increases in sales and and growth um, all across the country. And the the pandemic has definitely had an impact on the plant-based food industry and on us as a brand. In the early days of the pandemic, we all started to think a little bit differently about our food. And um, I don't know if you, you remember, but the early, early days when shelves were bare, it prompted a lot of us to Take, a, take take another look at what the options were. Um, things like animal-based meat were selling out and that prompted people to try some new things. Some of those habits stuck and that's, that's um, changed some eating habits. And then the other thing is people just are at home more often, have more time to cook at home. So they are cooking at home, they're experimenting more and they're thinking about health. It's not necessarily COVID related or trying to avoid COVID. It's just a general consciousness about health that seems to have increased through the pandemic that is definitely translating out into um, out into eating habits.
0: And when we look at like home gyms and, you know, Peloton and all the different kind of things that people are getting into and, and you know, self-care and, you know, you know, meditation and, you know, stress relief at home. Tell me about why is the plant based diet, why making that choice is actually part of that? You know, how does that help? Like if you eat more plant based or or replace meats with plant based, this is what it can do for your body or your mind. Yeah, I think I can tell you not being a medical professional, I can tell you a little bit about
1: what what I've heard from people when when we talk about people who are using eating more plant based things like feel lighter, you feel lighter, feel maybe a little bit more alert, um, more energetic. Uh, there's a different feeling after the meal as your body processes it and it's easier for your body to process. And then um, I would say there's just there's so much research out there about the long term health benefits um, and the everything from heart health to various diseases that um, that a plant based diet can uh, can help people
0: to uh, can help people to avoid. Awesome. So okay. So for a, a first timer who's like, man, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna maybe try to replace one meal a week with plant-based protein. Uh, where's a good starter when it comes to uh, the very good butchers? Where should where should they kind of first step in? and yeah, dip their toe in.
1: Yeah, I think I think it really depends on what you eat on a regular basis. Mm. If you're someone who is eating burgers, burgers are a great place to start because that's such a simple and easy swap, yeah. and that's a one of the reasons why plant-based meat sector really started with burgers and it's expanding now and so part of what we're trying to do is make that switch and make that swap easier because the easiest way to do it is to take something you're making today and swap it so you know you're making you're making pasta put in put in plant paste meat into that pasta instead whatever that current um the current dish is, the things that you love try switching it out I think that's uh that's a great place to start so like like you have like a a
0: ground beef alternative
1: yeah exactly exactly so that's something that we just announced that we're we're launching one actually very soon okay uh a ground beef and a ground pork alternative so it doesn't exist yet in the grocery stores as of today
0: but it coming. is doesn't
1: as of today uh it's going to be coming later this spring from us so those are uh a cut above beef a cut above uh a cut above pork okay is what they're going to be called and Switching those out in your Bolognese sauce would be a really easy way to make that swap.
0: It's exciting, and for you, from like the marketing side, what are you more? Is it marketing now? Like you know, there's there's B two B marketing, there's B two C. Are you like marketing to your, um, you know, marketing to the choir? Yeah, I don't know what terms you use, but do you market to the choir, and then do you try to convert those as well? Do you have different forms of marketing internally that you kind of monitor and measure?
1: yeah we we definitely have a variety of different people with different eating habits that that love our products yeah. so we have people who are fully plant-based yeah. and obviously are looking for for options yeah. and i think a lot of those people are probably aware of the very good butchers brand um and it's a pretty cool we're brand really thankful for having it's a fu- super a f- supportive yeah. following yeah in that in that community and really, the whole growth of the plant-based foods industry and plant-based meat is going to come as we bring more, more people who are either curious about incorporating more plants into their diet or are already doing that and do it more frequently. So a lot of the marketing for us and for, I, I think, a lot of brands is really focused on bringing people along that journey. And it's, it's a journey. It's not black and white. It's something that um, that happens over time happens meal by meal, choice by choice and uh and so our focus is really on 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 making that an easy an easy thing to do and making it an enjoyable and fun thing to do so that's why we the way we approach it and the way that our founders approached starting this brand was with a bricks and mortar location that's why we have a butcher shop because. That's a place where you can experience this brand in real life. And having that as the starting point um, is, is, a, is, is a one touch point. And then we reach out to people through our direct-to-consumer business. That's, a, that's another unique touch point that in the plant-based meat sector is, is, is a huge brand awareness driver for us and trial driver for us. And now we're scaling our availability into retail and wholesale locations, and it it gives us a huge tailwind as we head into um, head into those locations because people are aware of us, they've tried us, or they've heard about people who have tried us, uh, which is great for um for for turning a shelf.
0: And we talk about trials, like how how do you get someone to try?
1: I think it depends on where you are. So getting them to try it uh, when you're when you're somewhere, if we have our food truck. Um, People are curious. I think the brand's the brand's name and the and the branding itself and this idea of plant-based butchery makes people curious. So it's it's not really hard to get them to try when the food truck's out front of a brewery. They um they kind of gravitate toward it and come and check it out. And then in in a grocery store uh, environment, it's about the same things that in every category that I've had the chance to work on, you want to focus on, which is grabbing attention from a distance, um, getting some consideration through some of the the messaging that's there, um, that's there on shelf and explaining what makes your product different and, uh, and having something that really looks premium. So that's definitely our goal is to, to, to show up as the butcher shop quality, super premium plant based meat. And that's the position that we that we have in the market. Uh, and I think that makes people kind of curious to try.
0: It's amazing. So I, I found it so fascinating to, to see ribs, like plant based ribs. So cool.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a unique thing, right? Plant based ribs, ribs are just not something that you traditionally think of as, um, as having a plant based alternative. Uh, but a boneless rib it that's that would be attractive if that was even with a plant-based overlay on it so having these boneless ribs that you can just chop up and and grab and you don't have to you know you don't have, you don't have the bone yeah. the bone there it was like the McRib
0: um, it reminded me of back in the day if you remember those <laughs> days I'd say an elevated McRib yeah. but yeah, yeah. but it's as, yeah, as shape exactly. and yeah 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 but I yeah but mm-hmm. everyone loves the McRib mm-hmm exactly maybe exactly. we'll see because the mcrib hasn't been here for a while maybe we'll see a very good butcher mcdonald's collab
1: maybe maybe i mean i think ribs are ribs are a ribs are a great uh a great product and it's the kind of thing that uh it's the kind of thing that i think uh, i think a lot of people are going to be interested in
0: as we uh as we scale that one up yeah. so speaking of collabs have you had any collabs that you're really excited about or that you've got coming up that you uh... You know, saw some great partnerships with another brand.
1: Yeah, as a as a brand, we've we've been fortunate to partner on social with lots of plant based lots of plant based brands, and uh, and and have some great support from some some retailers in the natural food in the natural food space. Um, we also have a partnership ongoing with Copper Branch, a plant based uh, a plant based restaurant chain, and uh, in terms of um, products available in their locations. Additional collabs, of course, we're definitely, uh, definitely, definitely looking at. That's yeah. something that uh, that's something that will uh, will will be part of the future. I would say okay. for uh, for the food co. and uh, and be a, a great way to get some
0: more touch points on top of those ones that I just talked about. Yeah. All right, McDonald's. If, I know you're listening. So, Kyle is here. His uh, your DMs are open, Kyle. Oh, our DMs are always open. Absolutely, They're always open. <laughs> And okay, and someone who's lactose intolerant, I will say. this. So you, the cheese, you have a cheese company as well. Um, we do, which is amazing because I, I there's these pills I can take called lactate pills, and and they they work, they work, right? And that's that's you know they're they're not you know, they're not the the cure for it, but it's like, but to know and and because back in the day when I was you know I first was feeling the effects of being lactose intolerant, the cheese was not very good. It was it didn't taste good. It was weird. It smelled weird. It looked weird. And people would always be like, "Oh, sorry, I used this cheese," and because they'd always apologize when it came out because it always looked and smelled weird. But the cheese you've created is it—it's it, incredible.
1: Yeah. So the cheese, the cheese, um, the cheese came into the Very Good Food Co. family uh, last year. We acquired a, we acquired a company called the, um, the Cultured Nut and uh, and rebranded the products as the Very Good Cheese Co. So linking them up with the butchers. And they're great products. Uh, they're a, they're a cultured cashew-based cheese, and we have a, a range of flavors from you know a, ch- a cheddar flavor um, through to dill. So there's there's a there's a nice range of flavors there. They're great for a charcuterie board, yes. And they're also killer in a sauce. So yeah. there's I think there's lots of uh, there's lots of room for that product line yeah. to grow. Lots of different ways that people can um, people can use it. Yeah and i'm excited about the potential for that one
0: i have a, uh, I had a cashew cashew based uh, ice cream that i really love it's incredible like the nice. uh, the fact that nice. there are so many options for those that don't do well with dairy is, is pretty incredible these days
2: at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation
1: So you've probably been a, a little bit on the on the leading edge of trying all the different things that are available and have been over over the years in the in the in the dairy free space.
0: Yes, lots in the dairy free, and then I've um, I, I love to visit choices markets. It's one of the best nice. grocery uh, stores out there. It's incredible. Like you know, they've got nutritionists on staff. Like the options they have is it's it's amazing. So I it's, it's I always love seeing what new stuff is out there and. And the way that one's body can react when you fill it with good things. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I think.
1: I guess having the uh, having having that intolerance probably just sort of got you more engaged in food and and curious about uh, curious about food. Yeah. What's and
0: some What's some of the stuff that you've tried lately that you're loving? You know what I did actually? I did this. T- I had a friend of mine, Charles um, said to me one day, he said, you know what, Darian, I, I don't understand, um, this faith that you have and, and that you would believe in this faith, but not, but eat animals. Why would you do that? So I said, all right, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try not eating animals for a period of time. So I took these, this 40 days, um, and, and only ate, um, plant-based food and, and it was amazing. And I, you know what, and then we ended up on a trip, him and I in New York, and he took me to all these restaurants that were plant-based restaurants, but it was like food looking things like, like meat you know, animal meat things, but, but it was actually plant-based. It was so cool. And I discovered all these amazing foods. So I actually, I, I try to like when I can once a week, if not more, try to have a plant-based, you know, protein in my meal. And and I love it. So it's, uh, you feel good after. Nice. Nice. Well, you have to let us
1: know next time that you're out in in Victoria, uh, drop by the drop by the shop. Uh, is that where the, the butcher shop is? Or the is? one in Vancouver that's opening up later okay. this year. We do have a location in Vancouver that I know was okay. close to you. Okay. That uh, that's going to be opening up later this year.
0: That'll be a, a butcher shop restaurant okay. combo. That's amazing. So cause you hear about brands like, like Indochino, for example, or clearly contacts. Mm-hmm. Right now, clearly, they were purely e-commerce. And that's when they launched. But then eventually we realize, hey, if we want to do a good job, we need to have a physical location as well. And even sometimes channel our staff through it as well to remember that we're still retailers, even though we're predominantly in the e-commerce realm. So what's it been like for you who's managing an e-commerce world with actual physical locations? And how do you balance those two?
1: I think the two are so complementary to one another. So having, having a business that started as a bricks and mortar well actually started a farmer's market and then moved to having a location a bricks and mortar location in victoria um that's a place for that's a place for experimentation that's a place for trying new things and and getting feedback from people in real time immediately on the spot it's a place where um we have we have bean butchers we have chefs we have we have we have all the good things that um, that you need as a foundation for a, for a really strong food business. And then moving to e-commerce was kind of a, a logical next step for the business. And that's how our company was really built was out of the bricks and mortar location, then starting to ship on e-commerce and realizing there was a lot of demand out there, even more demand than the company at that time was able to supply. So, um, that, that led to going public, the company's public, and that was to enable scale and really scale up operations and keep up with that demand. And that's the, that's the thing that's still ongoing now as we move move from bricks and mortar um, <clears throat> and the shop experience, supporting e-commerce. And as a, as a marketer, it gives us a lot of content that we can share. Uh, in terms of what's happening at the uh, at the shop, and now wholesale yeah, or retail stores is a way to make it really easily accessible yeah. for people everywhere in the location that wherever wherever they live, and that is a next phase in uh, a next phase in the growth, and we're just loving watching the the support come from retailers and that list of locations where our products are available,
0: just you know growing growing. And there's something almost assuring about like, oh, I, I bought something, I can try and return it back online. But to know there's a physical location is just a nice option, right? It gives you that kind of peace of mind that you're not like, you know, fly by the night company that just set up a Shopify one night and selling meat, right? It's like you're, you're you know, you're, you're there for the long haul.
1: Yeah, that, that's so true. You know that we have a location. You know you're going to get the product. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you believe the product's real and I know in, in direct to consumer. Yeah. And online we all have that thought uh in terms of is this legit yeah and uh and and i think i i think we're seeing that lots of people they, they obviously see that we're legit yeah and uh and and that there's uh there's a whole there's a whole story and there's a real place behind this business
0: so for you as an e-commerce director what's your favorite like data points and stats that you love to maybe check in on like daily or weekly like and then secondly is that different than what you report to the owners or the, the shareholders as far as like data and stats? So what, what do you love and what do you have to, uh, you know, what do you always get asked to report on?
1: As an e-commerce marketer, I would say the list of data points is, uh, the list of data points is long. So give me and your give me your top it, three, your top it's three. It's like, it's easy to, yeah, it's easy to get excited about all of them, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, the ownership, the shareholders, everyone is focused on revenue and so am I. That's That's key, right? That's yeah. it. That's an absolutely key one, um, but the other things that I'm really focused on is consumer acquisition cost. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a key metric that drives the health of the health of your business and yeah. enables you to scale. Yeah. Um, it's also a good signal in terms of your creative and is it connecting with people. Yeah. Um, when it comes to your site, uh, one of the things that feeds that is what's your what's your conversion rate yeah. and. Are you, are you converting the people who come onto your site? There's always work to be done in terms of optimizing that, yeah. giving people a great experience, making it easy to say, yes, I want to buy that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and improving that. So those are a few that, um, those are a few that come to mind, but there's just, there, there are, there are so many that really legitimately do matter. Yeah. And that's uh that's a, that's one of the fun parts about yeah. working in e-commerce is, uh, is as someone who's been in marketing for a long time yeah. and doing e-commerce for for a less time, it takes a little bit longer to know whether things are connecting and really working yeah. in a lot of traditional marketing roles. Yeah. But in e-commerce, you get that feedback in real time and it allows you to just course correct so fast and um, and get that feedback loop, which uh, which is
0: some days great and some days tough you know yeah and then you're also you, you've got this you know call it uncontrollable piece which is like the shipping right and whether you know the, when will, will it ship on time and is the shipping right did it arrive nicely was the package damaged and all that stuff
1: yeah you're right and sometimes we we talk about this and i view it as we run two businesses we run we want run, run a product business and we also run a service business yeah and those two come together but really they're we're offering two very different things at the same time as is almost every direct to consumer business and uh, and and you're right it's something that requires a lot of focus um and we're structured actually with consumer experience as part of the e-commerce team part of the marketing team for exactly that reason because that is that is that is part of the brand experience when it comes to e-commerce and it needs to be treated that way in um
0: in in our opinion. It's awesome. Are you feeling ready for a rapid fire round?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. You have, you have fun rapid fire questions.
0: Yeah. And those that go to check out verygoodbutchers.com and you know, you're in marketing, you're in advertising, you're feeling a little stressed. You want to get some extra health. Uh everyone and anyone gets 10% off their uh their first order by uh, you know, subscribing when you go to the site. They've got every, you know, like every other site, e-commerce, they've got a little pop-up. Get your 10% off when you go to the site. Um, and all the food. I, I you know, they have a section which is the most popular. Um, so you can get a big old box, a big box of plant based meat for $99 that I'd recommend. Or the butcher select big box for $97. So those would be the two that I would uh, recommend. For those that are lactose intolerant, box of vegan cheese for $59, which... Uh, all our great options so uh kyle let's jump in what was your first ever job
1: my first ever job was a paper route but i don't really count that as a job it was like that's the kind of thing that you just i don't know you do you do it as a kid Mm -hmm. uh but my first real job was working as a dishwasher in the back of a uh of a a back of a a great little breakfast restaurant that's awesome
0: and where, where city was that in it was in
1: Belleville. Belleville, okay. Yeah, yeah. Night owl or, or early bird. bird? Called the Cozy Grill. Okay,
0: Cozy Grill, perfect. Uh, night owl or early bird?
1: Early bird for sure. Uh, definitely an early bird. Yeah, yeah. Uh find that that's uh, a good time to 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 get clarity. Yeah, and I know that I know life hacks is one of your uh, one of yeah. your yeah. one of your questions you like to ask people, and I'd say. I don't have any brilliant life hacks, but I think early bird is probably uh, probably one of the things that definitely helps on that front. It's awesome.
0: Uh, Cat or dog person? Dogs for sure. Grew
1: up with, uh, grew up with, grew up with both of them and uh, and love them both, but probably
0: dogs. First thing that you marketed? First
1: thing that I ever marketed was Lipton Sidekicks. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Lifting sidekicks. Perfect. And it was a lot of fun. That's awesome.
0: Uh dark or milk chocolate.
1: Milk chocolate. Right.
0: For sure. For sure milk cool. chocolate. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I understand the dark chocolate crowd. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a unique group. It's a unique group. Um yeah. uh favorite word right now. Favorite word right now.
1: Uh, plant-based maybe. Yeah. It's just favorite? it's a,
0: it's a big part of my life these days. It's great. Uh, what's the last charity that you supported financially or with your time, and why?
1: Last charity that I supported financially was the uh, cancer society, yep. and very good Food Co. had a had a had a ride to conquer cancer team, and so supported it both on on both sides with uh with time, uh, a few laps of Stanley Park, yep, uh, and uh, and and a bit financially.
2: Cool.
0: What's a movie that you just love and can watch over and over and over again? Goodwill Hunting
1: is a movie that just, even though it's
0: old, never gets old. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah. That's great. Uh, Favorite song or album on repeat right now? Oh, man. I don't know if I have a favorite song on repeat right now. That's all right. I'm going to take a pass on that one. And if you weren't doing this job, what would you be doing with your life? If I wasn't doing this job,
1: I think... And I didn't have to worry about, uh, you know, about uh, about about the the income side of uh, of the job. I think I'd probably go back to what I did when I was in high school and teach skiing or snowboarding or something. That would that would be that would be so much fun. Maybe teach kids. That would be
0: like the ultimate. Awesome. What is an app on your phone you just can't live without?
1: Gaia, yep. which is uh, a, a a navigating app, yep. and uh, sometimes out in the mountains, you literally yep. uh, can't live without it.
0: Yeah. Um, favorite children's book.
1: Favorite children's book. I uh, we have a a two and a half year old, mm-hmm. so it uh, it tends to change for him yep. from time to time. But one that has uh, has has been solid all the way through is Little Blue Truck. Yeah. Uh, is uh, is is like his
0: favorite. Perfect. Best thing you ever bought for under $10? Best thing ever
1: for under $10 is... um, Probably a phone
0: case. Yeah, great. Great choice. Um, What's the most important thing you ever changed your mind about?
1: University degree. I started university in one program Mm -hmm. and halfway through my first year, changed my mind. And, uh, and I was fortunate enough to be able to act on that and, uh, and and make a change. And that led me to everything that's kind of happened career-wise since then.
0: Amazing. A business or marketing book that you'd recommend?
1: I would recommend um, from a from a business standpoint, as a business leadership book, there's a book called Future Engage Deliver, which is just the most dead simple um, leadership philosophy yes. and approach that is so easy to apply. Um, from a marketing standpoint, yeah. there's a book called Contagious. Okay, uh, that's kind of popular right now.
0: And that's uh, Jonah, right? Jonah Berger. Yeah, yeah, it's a great one. Yeah, he's uh, he's been on the show. He was great. oh really he was on the show
1: okay well there you go you know you know all about it um i i think just does a great job breaking down uh when i think about social i often think why should i care why should i share that's the that's the the, the question and he breaks that down and and kind of expands on it really nicely it's awesome
0: um podcasts that you recommend
1: uh so many good podcasts.
0: This yeah. podcast,
1: and uh, and I'm also a fan of the Ritual podcast, yes. and uh, have been for uh, for quite
0: some time. Yeah, that's awesome. And a newsletter or website that you could recommend for resources, inspiration.
1: So many good ones um, in the in the natural food space. I think there's a there's a, a newsletter Nosh that yeah. put out some great great updates and uh and and industry trends and and news those guys have it dialed yeah
0: it's awesome and and when you think of like the the new economy we're in right with kind of all this new collar employment and you know all these people looking for jobs what sort of skills do you look for when you hire people like tools that they know or kind of soft skills that they have what would you say that you're excited about when you uh you hire someone
1: Yeah, when hiring, a couple of things are really key from my perspective. And skills actually doesn't tend to be the first one. I tend to look for um, leadership potential. So someone who really has an owner's mentality, I believe can wear a lot of hats and and learn a lot of skills. And, um, And then someone who's a collaborative person and going to be a great team member, connect with people and be able to work things through. Because no matter what business role you're in, you're going to come up against challenges and people who can connect with others and overcome those challenges together are just the best people to have in, in any team. And it's, um it's, it's a key for making, making creating a great culture and then role by role skills obviously are, um, are important, but that just, it depends so much on the role. And I, I'd take, uh, I'd take, I'd take leadership and, and style and, Capability to learn over skills any day. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Now, question: There's a lot of like days of the year calendar and special days. Is there is there a plant based food day, or, or or multiple, throughout the year on those many there, calendars? There um, there there isn't, but I think in uh, I think
1: in in later this year there's going to be a plant based food week. Okay, there that we go. Uh, nice. that'll that will be happening okay. in March. So that's that's something to watch out
0: for. Okay. We um, love Silver Hills Bakery. Incredible vegan uh, bread. Get it at Costco. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a great week to pick up some Silver Hills bread, get some amazing plant-based meat from the very good butchers, and uh, you know, take a week-long challenge and uh, see if you can go plant-based for a week. That sounds like a good idea. It's a good idea. Get some almond milk. Get some uh, little almond uh you know, there throughout the week yeah, well, yeah it's, it's great lots of options lots of options just keep exploring yeah keep, keep exploring keep
1: exploring yeah it's a good it's a good week to uh good week to try something different good week to to challenge yourself and and probably be surprised by how how great the experience is
0: yeah you might try the week and think wow i feel amazing i'm gonna keep this going so mm-hmm,
1: it's awesome. mm-hmm.
0: definitely heard that lots of times that's great well kyle thank you for being on the show today
1: Thank you so much for,
0: uh, for the chance and thanks for the chat, Darian. Have a great afternoon. Awesome. This is Kyle. from the Very good butchers amongst many other. Cheese, The very good company. Uh, check him out online. We'll put the links in the show notes. And uh, thank you for joining us this week on Marketing News Canada and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded in the Jelly Marketing Studio thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editors, Travis Jeffers and the Podfather.
2: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership,